Lads, Lads, and Lasses, and welcome to the debut episode of the Soccer Talk Lads, or STL Podcast. On this, our inaugural episode, we'll look ahead to the pending MLS for the Lou expansion announcement. We'll also discuss who we are and why you're listening to us, the history of soccer in St. Louis, and we'll torture one of our dear co-hosts with a fun game to test his soccer knowledge. Soccer is coming to St. Louis, and that's all ahead on this episode. So let's kick off. Hey everybody, welcome to the Soccer <laughs> Podcast. I'm already getting disapproving looks from my one co-host who is in the room with me, and I can only assume virtually from our other co-host. As I was saying, this is the Soccer Talk Lad Podcast, STL. You see what we did there. It's August 19th, and we are on the eve of, God, I hope we're on the eve of them announcing an MLS team in St. Louis. Otherwise, this is going to be very awkward. I'm here with, my name's Stephen Ground. I'm here with Ian. Say hi, Ian. Hello. Very good. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Pip, pip. (laughs) (laughs) As well as Justin Horniker. Justin, how are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm not going to try an accent. It's not going to go over well. So. Uh, that's really disappointing. You could have been our, <laughs> our you know, sultry Latin commentator. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say anything else, but you just scream goal. For 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> indeed. That would be great. So this is this is going to be... I believe the first ever St. Louis MLS podcast of anyone. And if you have a claim against that, then screw you. So take that insert name here. (laughs) Uh, And we are, who are we? Who are we? We're three people from St. Louis originally, although Justin has moved overseas to Kansas City. (laughs) Across the Missouri River. And uh, we are really excited about the St. Louis MLS team. We met as Blues fans through a podcast by the name of the Two Guys One Cup podcast. At the time, it was the Two Guys No Cup podcast. The Blues won the Stanley Cup. Not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Just drop that in there and walk away. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we were we've been hoping and praying for St. Louis to get an MLS team for a long time, and when they started to become a serious contender, and the bid that we'll talk about with the uh, Taylors and the Enterprise Group really got serious, we got excited and started kind of dreaming about doing this podcast and being the first STL MLS podcast on the scene, and here we are. So who are we exactly, Justin? Do you want to introduce yourself to the people? Yes, my name is Justin Horniger. I host the Running Through It podcast. Um, I occasionally host, and Ian said, on Two Guys, One Cup um, running coach. I have been a soccer fan, I guess, for pretty much my whole life. Um, I moved out to Kansas City like two years ago, but I've been a Sporting KC fan for like a decade, or longer than that, since like I was a kid. Um, So I'm familiar with soccer and uh been a Man U fan as well Boo. not today but <laughs> um you so anyway I, I i want to talk about st louis soccer and then um also if we can shoehorn some uh talk about the best hairlines in mls i would like to do that as well oh yes you are a hairline expert yeah that is no question at all mm-hmm. uh did you ever play organized soccer when you were growing up 
I didn't yeah until like high school. Um, and then I didn't play in high school just You've because got both of us beats. <laughs> I was not as good uh, as I needed to be. <laughs> as I would like to think I was. I um, no, I played in grade school growing up and pretty much year round, so and St. Louis, as we'll talk about, is a hotbed of soccer and youth soccer, so it's not necessarily easy to get ahead. Uh, so you were like our grown-up soccer fan on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like the baby soccer fan. Uh, one what of, am I? We'll get there. Oh, <laughs> oh we'll get there. Uh, my name is Stephen Ground. I was the co- I am and was and will forever be well, one of the co-hosts. Contract negotiations. <laughs> of the Two Guys One Cup podcast about the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I am a Liverpool supporter, passionately, especially, especially passionately last year when I got to watch them race to the end of a crushingly agonizing uh, Premier League championship defeat and had to serve in a wedding on the day that they won the European Championship. Mm. So it was the worst of both worlds. But hey, my friend is still married from that wedding that happened three months ago. So Better be. Yeah, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, I have woken up before sunrise to watch Shocker on purpose, and I know the rules, and I know some of the songs, and I will occasionally use British slang because I'm a tool. But other than that, my soccer expertise is growing but limited so and my my knowledge of the american game i know i would say i'd know most of the teams like if you did a quiz where you were like is this an mls team or did i make it up which maybe we should do for you next week uh, i would probably pass it but uh yeah i mean my, my knowledge has been mostly european and what can be gleaned through the fifa ea sports franchise ian who are you tell the people who you are what? Besides the heart and soul of this podcast. Yeah. If if uh, Justin's the brain and yeah. Steven's the the brawn, I guess, then I'm the <laughs> then I'm the heart. <laughs> I'm that guy that doesn't get to control an element in uh, Captain Planet. I'm the heart. <laughs> um, my name's Ian Peters. I like watching World Cup soccer. A lot. Hey, there you go. A lot, a lot. To so the did point, you get to watch any when the U.S. team was not in it last time? Yeah. Oh, zinger. Oh, I don't care jack squat about the, about this country's play. I mean, the, the U.S. women won. Oh, so yeah. I mean, that's, that's really all that matters. matters. As long <laughs> as we're dominant in something. What year was So this is... What year is 2019. <laughs> so 2018. I think it was 2010. I watched, like, all... Of the World Cup. Uh-huh. I watched, like... Yeah, that was the big... 70% of the games. Run. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I I will admit that watching soccer initially was was boring as a child. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown to enjoy hockey, I've slowly sort of like if hockey is the checkers, <laughs> then soccer is the chess. And it's like, I love checkers. Checkers is slap bang fun. And then I'm like, oh man, but there's some nuance to chess. There's like a little bit of nuance to the soccer thing. And I mean, I've I've really tried to get into it. It seems like almost every year, and then I just can never quite get over the hump in terms of like following a, mm-hmm. a Premier League team. I claim that my team's the Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, Harry Kane! <laughs> <laughs> Who else is on this team? You might ask Eric Dyer and Giovanni Lo Celos. Great. 
<laughs> Stop looking at that list. It might uh, alter the results of a quiz later <laughs> on. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I really am uh, interested to learn. And like, it's one of those things where I'm not even a Cardinals, a St. Louis Cardinals baseball fan. But like, when that team's in the playoffs or making a run, I'll most certainly hop yeah. on the bandwagon. So like, I'm already trying to get ahead of the bandwagon with the the St. Louis whatevers, you know, and I'm. I'm really interested to watch one live because I don't think I've seen an, like an outdoor soccer game, professional game live. I've seen some indoor games. I've seen some ambush games when I was little and some St. Louis Steamer games mm-hmm. when I was little, but I've never seen like an MLS game or even the tier that we have in St. Louis right now. Yeah, which I, we, which should, we do. should do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the main game that I've seen live was when Liverpool and Roma played a preseason game at Bush a few years ago and Mo Salah was a little baby on Roma and I didn't even know who he was or that he would eventually become the love of my life so that that's my knowledge I think that 2010 uh, World Cup run was pretty foundational for my uh, you know hockey or soccer fandom because I remember distinctly I was working in a in a government job, bureaucracy job as like a temp for the summer, mm. and we would just all watch the U.S. games and get yelled at occasionally by <laughs> management to start working, but we'd then all just venture back to the break room and watch the games, and I think it was from there that I was kind of like, I had a friend growing up who loved uh, Steven Gerrard of the of Liverpool, Liverpool legend. You won't know his name, Ian, but he I exists. do now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but, um, yes. Yeah. past him, that's for sure. That's right. And so, uh, I'm just going to ignore your brutally mean comment <laughs> there. My head. He would, he would never just fall over and ruin our lives. Uh, but, um, in any case, uh, yeah, I think I, I started, I started at that same time kind of being like, soccer's pretty cool. I should watch soccer. And I would like very distantly, casually monitor Liverpool. And then it wasn't until this last year or two where I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all their games because they're getting good and soccer's amazing, which it is. So there you go. Justin, did you watch the World Cup in 2010 or were you... Did watch the World Cup in 2010. Did you Um, hate America? I was on vacation at the time and golf tours and we'd watch it every morning before going out to the beach. So it was fun. That was a fun World Cup. He's been to golf tours too. Yeah. Oh my God. It's getting too much. (laughs) So yeah, there's a running theory that Ian and Justin are just one person. Just one actual person. It's starting to add up and it's it's kind of freaking me out. This is... Technically, the first time they've spoken. We so. separated, and he has all the or all the soccer knowledge, and I have nothing. Yeah. That's how the meld works. Hey, you have an extensive knowledge of Pokemon. I was going to say, do you know anything about Pokemon, Justin? <laughs> just, a little bit, not a lot. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's who we are, and that's why we're here, and we're excited. Um, I'm I'm really excited. Mm. I feel like St. Louis sports in general is like really humming along. Finally, I don't know. The Cardinals are in first place until they're not again. Yeah, that's I mean, not fool anyone. But uh, the Blues just won the Stanley Cup. I don't know if we've mentioned that, but they mm. did just win. Yeah, the Stanley champion Cup. Blues. Yeah. Um, and now this soccer uh, proposal is finally like. We're expecting the announcement tomorrow. The commissioner is in town. He's going to be there. I already um, have my first question. Yes. Who is the commissioner <laughs> of MLS? 
Commissioner Don Garber. <laughs> Don. So would be great if he just like showed up and was like, "Yeah, you guys are doing a really good job. Um, we just want to keep seeing Whoa, what you're doing, what keep pumping along. We really like the effort that you're putting into. Okay, see you next time." <laughs> he comes in and he's like, "We'd like to announce that we have." An awarded a franchise to San Antonio <laughs> and St. Paul. <laughs> you already have a team. Though. Yeah, but that's in Minneapolis. <laughs> they really, the Twin it's Cities. It's two cities. It's two cities, so what do you get? Yeah, sir. that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Justin, you're more of an MLS expert than us, so why don't you put... Uh, did you say Garber? <laughs> Garber, yes. I've Don read Garber. this name a lot, but I've never committed it to memory. Do so we... why don't you put him on the uh, Gary Bettman yeah. to Adam Silver spectrum of oh, the man. So he's, he's respected because he's grown the game a lot, and um, in the way of maybe Gary Bettman, where he's made it more business, yeah. you know, physically responsible. Mm-hmm. Um but also in the in the name of Gary Bettman is very questionable in a lot of the decisions that he makes. So mm. I'd say like maybe just rung above Gary Bettman. Oh, so like nice. kind of in if that makes sense for you. So like a little oh, bit more uh, chaotic neutral. We lightly boo him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Tomorrow it's all cheers though. Okay, for now. Because yeah. I mean, if Gary Bettman was showing up to Quebec City to announce a team, you know, which he never, ever will. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that straight. You but if he so. was going to, they'd probably be pretty excited. Begrudgingly move. So as uh, we were talking about, St. Louis has long been a soccer city. Uh, I know that the word for British people is football, but we're Americans, so we're just going to say soccer. And you're just going to have to get over it right here from the start. But uh, yeah, I mean, St. Louis has a deep and rich soccer history. So we thought today we would focus on talking about it. And in typical uh, now STL podcast fashion, we didn't, you know, necessarily assign roles. So should I read this soccer history or Justin, do you want to since you posted it? I can read it. Yeah, I can. I can do a... uh... Do my greater reading impression of stumbling through this thing. Um, <laughs> occasionally pause for you know conversation and, and that's all we need. Yeah. No, I thought it'd be nice to kind of frame it up that I know it's kind of being made fun of now that like St. Louis just keeps talking about their history of soccer because that's what we have. Um, but as a city, we've been looking for an expansion team in the MLS since like 1996. So it's a long time coming. So I figured we'd just like, Started out, read why St. Louis has such a rich soccer culture. I pulled some things from SCLFC's website and from a good Ben Fred article um, in the Post-Dispatch from the other day that I was talking a lot about it. So, Speaking of 1996, also something that happens a lot is interruptions. Uh, I was in, I just vaguely remember this, that when I was in first grade, I was in one of those trailers, you know, how they had the real school, and then occasionally, because the school gets too big, they have a trailer outside That was the only at Oakbrook. <laughs> that was only at Oakbrook. <laughs> I don't, but okay. <laughs> I've, had, I've seen it elsewhere, but let's just, I, I was a trailer kid. Uh, and we had this teacher named Mrs. Harkey who was awesome and she loved the ambush and I'm pretty sure, although this could be like, you know, how first graders hallucinate sometimes, but I'm pretty sure ambush players visited us 
in Ooh, our first well. grade trailer. So, you know, that's, you're welcome. So that's, <laughs> what, what, that's you, what really started my love of hockey. What do you think they had to pay them to show up? Oh, so much money. Like a, a Chick-fil-A <laughs> I mean, they, they had to take a day off from their tw- from, from their, their other job. job. <laughs> from from their 40 hour week job that they had to pay for their <laughs> arena soccer team. Love soccer. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Okay. Now, please proceed, Justin. Okay. So... So St. Louis featured prominently in American soccer history dating all the way back to the early 1900s. It all began with the founding of the St. Louis Soccer League in the 1907, which at the time of its inception, the St. Louis Soccer League was the only fully professional league in the country. Until 1914, teams around the country played almost exclusively in local competitions. As a result, the SLSL was relatively unknown outside of St. Louis area. This changed when St. Leo's, a SLSL club tied to the Patterson True Blues, the True Blues, not the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues, were the current American Hello. Cup champions. <laughs> An honor bestowed upon the best team on the East Coast. This result was the beginning of the St. Louis Soccer League's rise to national prominence and ultimately led to the establishment of the National Challenge Cup, now known as the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, which still goes on to this day, which began the first national soccer competition when St. Louis clubs entered it in 1918. The league performed very well in the competition with SLSL teams winning six titles from 1920 to 1939, uh, appearing in another nine finals. So uh, the yeah. uh, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Ian, tell us what that is. <laughs> I think Lamar Hunt, if I'm not mistaken, he hosted Reading Rainbow. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Lamar Hunt is uh, similar to the Premier League's, God, now I'm not remembering what it's called. It's similar to a thing in the Premier League where... I think up. And, uh, Ian, you were thinking of LeVar Burton. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I think it was LeVar. I don't know. Uh, But it's similar to the FA Cup in that it is, it pits teams from all levels of competition, right? So not just MOS, but also the, uh, USSL. Is that it? USSL and USL. And then there's like, fine, fine, fine. Developmental league, something or another. I don't know. I believe didn't. Uh, STLFC beat like Chicago Fire or someone last year, like an MLS. Yeah, they beat Cincy and Chicago are both. (laughs) (laughs) Suck to suck, boys. (laughs) So only will be in the Chicago team. That's true. It'll never happen again in St. Louis sports. (laughs) It happened now. It's especially sweet. But yeah, keep still going on. Uh, We as an STLFC had a pretty good run in it this year. Um, Okay. So the city's next major contribution to soccer in the United States is the environment of St. Louis natives and the famous U.S. victory over England in the 1950 World Cup. If you grew up in St. Louis, this is like all anyone ever talked about when you talk to like old Italians on the hill uh, about soccer. They just like mention the World Cup all the time. But and pasta. Uh, no, go ahead. The, no, just the World Cup and pasta. That's what the hills all. Yeah, about. World Cup, pasta, um, Catholicism, sandwiches, yeah. amigettis, and Catholicism. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> thing. That's. Uh, this includes team's goalkeeper Frank Borgie, who was crucial in keeping England off the score sheet. There's an in 1967. Professional soccer returned to the city when the St. Louis Stars were established as a charter member of the National Professional Soccer League. They then joined the North American Soccer League when the NPSL and the NASL merged in 1968. 
highlighted the Stars' time in St. Louis was in 1972 when the team won the division before eventually losing to the New York Cosmos in the championship match. And then I want to point out that I didn't include it, but it has a whole section about when they pay, played the Cosmos, and it was about Pele for like two pages of the article. So that I was fun. Bet <laughs> the city went crazy for the 1972 St. Louis Stars division championship. <laughs> I bet that parade not only rivaled, but decimated the Blues Championship parade. I'm sure everyone was ecstatic about it. But in what was one of, like, five U.S. domestic leagues that has failed before MLS. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great sign, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then St. Louis also had a long history of professional indoor soccer teams. The first was the Steamers. We played a major league indoor, major indoor soccer league the, from 1979 to 1988. Despite never winning a league title, the Steamers were very popular, averaging over 12,000 fans a game for much of their existence. After the Steamers folded in 1988, a new St. Louis-based team, the Storm, joined the MISL. St. Louis Storm began play in 1989 and folded in 1992. That same year, the St. Louis Ambush joined the National Professional Soccer League. The most successful of the St. Louis indoor teams winning the NPSL in 1995. You guys remember that 1995 title? Absolutely. That's probably (laughs) players from that team visited me in my trailer park. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know those games were like extremely fun. I don't think I knew like anything about what was going on because I didn't understand how indoor soccer was played. But uh, I remember like the atmosphere. Indoor soccer is like the transition from hockey to soccer. It's like the yeah. middle evolution. In <laughs> There's like a penalty box and <laughs> line changes. Very um, confusing. Understand it at all? The score is like fifteen to five. <laughs> okay, this is where I want to ask you guys uh, of the teams that won the what was known formerly as, or I guess currently as the Mar Open, the Mar Open Hunt Cup. U.S. Cup, Open Cup. Um, which of these teams are real, and which of these teams are made up? Okay, the Skull and Steel, real or made up? Are we both answering on these? Yeah, use your, use your brain. Okay, Skull and Steel. In 1922, Steel was, I'm, go, I'm going real. That is real. Skull and Steel is real. Um, Intercol SC United, real or fake? That sounds weird, so real. No, that is fake. I yeah. made it up. <laughs> to hell with you this hosed. game. You got hosed. <laughs> oh, ding. Uh, <laughs> yep, the dings are a long tradition here, and they will stay that way. <laughs> Sticks, Bauer, and Fuller, 1933-1934 champions. Uh, 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 they just owned a team. They just ran a team. I'm going with real. Ian's not no, along. You are correct. <laughs> Pull me in your answer. <laughs> oh, shut up, people. <laughs> uh, Central Brewery is 1935. That's all you, yeah. <laughs> Fake. Uh, real. Central Breweries was a real team. Sterling uh, Cooper, Draper Price, 1937. Okay, those are literally just people from Mad Men. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, John John Ham's advertising agency in Edmonton, so that is fake. I could have got that one. Uh, I'm glad John Ham, famous St. Louis, in case you guys. I'm like, what uh, hockey team does he root for? Uh, the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. I oh, believe it's nice. Super 
Nice. Uh, I'm glad Simpsons. I caught that one because that might have gone over my head. <laughs> I was kind of hoping. <laughs> uh, Simpkins Fort, 1948, 1950. See if Steven's going to be a no-go. <laughs> Ooh, that is a real team. Real Steven! Team. Uh, I misled you. He's trying to bury me. It was obvious. You have to put the one after the other to make it real. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I did kind of uh, alternate on these, so I, if you caught on to my, my formula, you would have known. I, I uh, That's an cutest. intentional misdirect for the next one. <laughs> I don't like that at cutest? all. Cutest? Yeah. That's a funeral home in St. Louis. Yes. And I'm going to say real. That is real when the funeral home sponsored a team for like 50 years. Is this a real thing that actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I you said real, but real, real? That is a real thing. The, the cutest funeral home sponsored like a one of the proteins. In yeah, Taylor. baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, are these all St. Louis winners that run this? Yes, these are all the St. Louis winners. Oh all outside of including Stuart, Sterling including Cooper, Sterling Cooper, Price. Cooper Price. <laughs> uh, Bush, 1988. Seems too obvious. I mean, yeah, right? That's a real team. That's a real team, followed by Natural Light, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> would they have changed their name? I'm going to say, yes, they would have. It's an intentional misdirect. Ooh, I made that one up. Oh, heartbreaking. <laughs> so we were about we, half. We were about half. Ian, you I that, to beat that, that kicked on. me when I was like, these are totally made up. These are not real teams. Um, but there you go. There you go, and there you are. The... That is that's enlightening. I the cutest thing really throws me for a loop. I'm pulling for that as our new team name. <laughs> you want them to be the same as cutest funeral home. Cutest yeah. United. I want the an, cutest yeah. crematorium. I want an advertisement where the ball's flying over like a coffin and the guy stands up and Ooh. catches it and he's like, No goal. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see that. Oh, they could sponsor the stretchers and people have to get stretchered out. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot of money to be made in soccer. <sighs> oh, it's true. It's so true. All right, we got more history. You want to read it or shall I? Steven, I, wanna, I want you to go. I want okay. you to read this one. I'm a professional reader, so this better not go bad. I'm not a professional reader, but I talk words good a lot. So <laughs> here we go. Uh... I told these people to shut up. <laughs> I'm trouble. I'm He's got a temper. Because Mac is not helpful, it won't let me mute messages entirely. But then if I mute the computer, I can't hear Justin, and it's a whole thing, and I don't get it. But uh, that's just where we are. I so, was an old man. Yeah, exactly. I'm an angry old man. That's my job. Ian, you're an ignorant soccer fan. Yeah. And Justin, you're a normal person. <laughs> I hope that's okay with you. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Sure. Let's talk about the 1950 World Cup team. Did you know that a St. Louisan was the keeper for the 1950 match against England in Brazil, holding a blank slate against the side considered to be the best in the world? What name three Brazilian soccer players, Ian, throughout time? Ever? Throughout history. <laughs> Pele. There's one. You got All that. right. <laughs> Neymar. That's two. You did it. And, oh no. And any any, any Brazilian any Brazilian soccer, soccer player, player in the history of Mar- time. Marta, Marta. Oh, <laughs> pulling the switcheroo on us, but that counts. I can't say no. 
I can't say it doesn't. And I can count. say two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that you know, Stephen words, not FIFA mine. would, but I wouldn't. Anyway, well, let's grill FIFA. <laughs> let's get That's political on the first podcast. <laughs> That's always popular. Uh, Frank Borgie, who passed away in 2015, was one of the five St. Louisans on the team that beat England one to nothing. He made a key save in the second half on a header, knocking it wide of the net. I was lucky to jump in the air and deflect it with my right hand, he said in a 2009 interview. Brazil's fans, ecstatic to see their main rival lose, carried Borgie off the field on their shoulders. I didn't know what they were doing at first, he said later. I was kind of nervous. They picked me up and carried me 110 yards out to the That didn't happen. I I can see that. I would get nervous, too. It was kind of exciting. In addition to Borgie, oh, this is going to be fun. Did you set me up for this with these? No, I did not. (laughs) Harry Keogh. Gino Periani, Frank Peewee Wallace, and Charlie Colombo were the St. Louisans on the field for that historic win over England. Also on the team from St. Louis were Bob Annis, a reserve who didn't play, and coach William Chubby Lyons. <laughs> Keogh died in 2002, Periani in 2007, Colombo in 1986, and Wallace in 1979. Thanks for the cheerful <laughs> Brought to you by... <laughs> cutest the cutest <laughs> we gotta get in touch with the cutest people and have them sponsor this podcast. First episode of the SEL podcast you know, is sponsored by hey, cutest. cutest you know how the uh, overlap between podcast listenership and need for mortuary services is ever growing? Well, we've got a way for you to exploit that. So when I when I think about the demographic of our podcast, I see like old people on their deathbed, um, cats who need more who need more content. The cats who are carrying over from the two guys one cup podcast <laughs> are just listening to this, you know, just right after one after the others. <laughs> it's a big part <laughs> of the base. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what like Europeans, I would say. Europeans who do not speak yeah. English. That would be the third listener group. Buenos dias. <laughs> uh, St. Louis Stars. Shall we talk about the St. Louis Stars? Not to be confused with the Dallas Stars, because the St. Louis Stars actually won things. Uh, the last <laughs> top-level men's professional soccer team in St. Louis was the Stars. The Stars were a team in the North American Soccer League, which was the top-level pro league from 1968 to 1984. The Stars played from the start of the league until 1977 when the team moved to California. Well-known national players were on the team, including Al Trost. He taught at McClure North High School during the offseason and at Parkway South High School during Ian and I's tenure there. Oh. <laughs> Other well-known players included Pat McBride and English goalie Peter Benetti. Did you have, ever have Al Trost? No, me neither. Swing and a miss. <laughs> he, taught, he taught history, and did he teach like freshmen, like remedial freshmen? I think that's what he taught. You know how people are remedial. <laughs> English is a second language. Not, <laughs> not as brilliant as us. So if he taught English as a second language, he'd be ta- te- teaching a large portion of our audience. So. That's true. Yeah, we need to reach out to him. I uh, he also coached soccer, you know, probably probably unsurprisingly. So, uh, and he once met Pele or knew Pele or something. That team 
wanted a better home field than Washington University's Francis Field, which had a 10,000-person capacity, and had trouble getting Bush Stadium for more than a few games during their season. For the 1977 season, the team drew an average of 9,111 fans, but that included a, cra- that included a crowd of more than 32,000 at Bush Stadium. They then left that same year. Imagine a team leaving St. Louis to pursue better stadium opportunities in California. Yeah, I can't feel my arm. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Utterly unheard of. So, um, yeah. So the Stars were our last team. Do you want this team to be named the Stars, Justin? I I don't. I don't. Um, We can wildly speculate on names now if you guys want to. want to. This will be like half of the podcast. (laughs) Okay. So so options being St. Louis Stars, um, St. Louis, Goodest Funeral Home, FC. uh, So far, I think we're on to something with the cutest funeral home. It's been fun us the whole time. Ian, if you had to name a St. Louis soccer team. You know, St. Louis, Ian Peters. The yeah, uh, soccer mix soccer faces. Um, <laughs> I don't like. I I don't like the FC thing they do. Oh, like, that's a shame because that's definitely yeah. What that's we're what I'll be. Yeah. Like, I know. I shouldn't say I don't like. I think it's uninspired. Uh-huh. I think they go the route of saying, "Look how like regal this sounds and how Ooh. super professional this is." FC. It's like we're in Europe, and it's like, "Oh, you're not." So. <laughs> And one of, works, yeah, I wish they want more SC, so St. Louis Soccer Club would be. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. You're not fooling anybody, Real Davis. <laughs> yeah, fucking Real Salt Lake. I'm like, okay. Um, That's real. Know. Real salt. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying inside. It's not a fake salt lake, it's a real one. <laughs> We're not lying. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be something weird because they never do like a regular thing, like a, the Bears or the Wolves. It'd be like the St. Louis. I think Stephen came up with this a while back. I want the St. Louis Flood. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Flood, flood, one. flood. <laughs> or like, the Muddy Waters. That's a good one. I like. Uh, I feel like if they're going the traditional route, they should go with St. Louis United. I feel like they'd do that, and then they like, see, we're bringing St. Louis back together because oh, you know how yeah. soccer unifies people, apparently. Better together. Um, I'm a big fan of St. Louis rhythm to go with the Blues, you know. I do like But um, I had a friend recently suggest that they should just abandon everything and go with St. Lunatics, so I'm down <laughs> with that, too. Let's just call them the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to hit balls with their head, and Rams run into stuff with their heads, so. You can be the St. Louis football Cardinals, so STLFC. <laughs> um, branding, yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think literally take the Cardinals' two birds on a bat logo and just stick soccer balls underneath <laughs> the Cardinals, but don't remove the bat. Just put the balls over the bat. <laughs> yeah. It's like that clip art soccer ball, just yeah. put that on over the bat is in repetition. Yeah. I think that's that's a good logo, yeah. Jerseys that were too small, send them over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I do I really want like a vibrant color palette though for some reason. Like blues very blues are blue and yellow, very blue. Cardinals are red and white, generally pretty white even though, you know, main colors red. Give I want something like- that's just like blue, red, 
give me an orange in there. Give me the <laughs> give me the nineties blues jerseys as oh. a soccer team jersey. And you're down with that for that. Yeah, for but not for a repeat of the of the hockey jersey. Oh no! Put them on the hockey team. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the soccer team. That's get those nineteen ninety seven jerseys that they were too afraid to print. Yeah, get those. Uh, I'm sure they're laying around. Put them on soccer players. I'm sure it'll be a little logo, a little circle logo with a soccer ball in it, not <laughs> or something. But like, give me something, give me something fat, man, right away. Where they're like, look, we ain't, we ain't your dad's soccer. What if the, do so? Do we think they tell us anything about the name or colors or any of that tomorrow? Uh, I would think that they do because I think that's like the point. So they're gonna have like a crest, and then maybe like you'll get the color scheme from that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting more excited about Ooh. <laughs> a little crest action. I think okay, so when I want so if we like look at the current jersey where it's like blue and green and then their jersey right now is like a little bit of red kind of separating the two if we want like all red and blue and then it was like the green like a maybe like a bright green like separating that i think that'd be funky i think that'd look cool that'd be different um i really don't care about the name honestly as long as it's not like the europhile stuff they always try to do like keep it american and uh Keep that Euro trash out of here. That Euro trash out of here. That's like my biggest pet peeve about like MLS. I I would uh, totally ship a purple, any sort of purple. I'm just a huge fan of purple, so. Yeah. That's just me. You could just basically do the St. Louis Stallions colors when we were supposed to get them purple and gold, but just make it sexy, you know, and then name in the rhythm and we're all good. (laughs) And the the music, the art. The arch could be like a thing. What? Yeah. What is the over under on the arch being oh, in this? The one thousand percent. One point five percent. And you take the over. Just give me the St. Louis arches brought to you by Arch Health and Gateway Community College. I could see like all a, the other arches. I could see like St. Louis Explorers. Oh, they St. say Louis explosion. Gateways, St. Louis explosion. Gateway. <laughs> I saw that. I don't know how I feel about where the St. Louis Archers and St. Louis Legacy, and I, I don't know. Legacy. I don't think I like them, but. Oh <laughs> uh, man, when the, so does LA Galaxy called the Galaxy for any reason other than Galaxy sounds cool? No, I don't That's think so. Point <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm like I want something just like yeah, the St. Louis. Like snow fort, snow fort. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we go original MLS. We go. We'll, we'll take Kansas City's wizard name. That'd be cool. Um, but I, yeah, like original MLS. The names are all like ridiculous. So yeah, let's I do take like it. how like it's an exact mix of like San Jose Earthquakes, Columbus Crew, Los Angeles Galaxy, and then like New York City Football Club and. Dallas football club, but then it's like Houston Dynamo and <laughs> Chicago Fire. And also the New York Red Bulls. Vancouver Whitecaps. And then there's the one that's just named after a mascot yeah. or a company. And <laughs> that's what, oh, why can't we? I just wanted to be all Anheuser Busch, just the St. Louis Bushes. Didn't you? Didn't you send us one, Justin? That was like it was a joke about how maybe it was somebody else sent it to me, but it was like Chicago named something after. Uh, yeah. uh, something that destroyed its city, but I can't remember what the punchline was. Oh, no, that wasn't oh, me. I wish it was. was. the uh, St. Louis Alderman. Alderman. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm down with that. That's, that'd be Just good. to rub it in their faces. 
angry picture of Lyda Cruson on the front. <laughs> I guess they could always be like the St. Louis rental cars. <laughs> I suppose that will be the thing. On oh, God, jersey, I hope they're uh, not the Enterprise. St. Louis Enterprise. Because that's like a thing you could be, like the Galaxy or the Enterprise. Oh, I kind of good, actually. It's, almost, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah, it is like kind that. of, but then it'd all be green, and I'd just be like, yeah. Okay, we'd just be Seattle. Yeah, we'd just exactly. be the Sounders. Uh, but yeah, uh, send us send us your thoughts on the Twitter account we haven't quite formalized yet, and <laughs> then we'll be good. <laughs> You know, it's 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 baby steps. Yeah. Today we record, tomorrow we take over the world. Write, you know? your, write your DM and then hold on to it. <laughs> we started an email Where, account with the last one. It has a bunch of names and then we just beep out the ones that don't actually end up being it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems correct. Someone probably took our handle. At STL Soccer Pod. At Soccer Talk Lads Pod. At... Yeah, just, put a, just, just shotgun them all. Some of the them all of them. <laughs> I'm excited. When are they supposed to announce this tomorrow? Tomorrow. Like, I think 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got to clear my um, schedule. You have some more things you wanted to talk about with the little factoids here at the bottom? Oh, so a couple other things of uh, why St. Louis has a rich soccer history. Um, SLU, our one St. Louis University, has won 11 NCAA titles. Um, all of those are like pretty much That's in a row. Two more than um, mine. Yeah. And then some notable <laughs> St. Louis native soccer players are Tim Ream and Josh Sargent. They're St. Louis natives who are currently playing, who could be uh, members of your future SDL FC Galaxy. Kind of an insult to Will Bruin, isn't it, Justin, that you left <laughs> him off the list? Yeah, well, he's no longer a international, so. Oh, well. It doesn't matter if you're poisoning the MOS. Uh, yeah, Taylor Sorry. Coleman was from here originally, too. Taylor Coleman's from here. Um, Josh Sargent came from the Scott Gallagher Academy that is now St. Louis FC's current academy. So oh, that's I've heard of Scott Gallagher. So Yeah. Well Scott Gallagher, a little Lou Fuse, huh? Yep. Yep. They always had the blue jerseys, right? Like the Scott yeah. blue jerseys. Yeah, I believe so. Those were like Man Man City colors. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, the ownership group. We should talk a little about them uh, because I'm thankful that they exist. (laughs) I think the cool thing about the ownership group, it's the Enterprise family, uh, the Taylor family that owns Enterprise. But because the head owner of Enterprise, Dave Taylor, am I correct in that? think that's correct mm-hmm. um had mostly daughters uh they're going to be the first uh north american majority female owned sports franchise if they're announced tomorrow so that's a really cool little fact about um the future st louis fc rhythm and blues and united and archers uh they're by cutest people huh <laughs> oh, I want us to have a name so bad. Uh, the, um, yeah, the cutest morticians. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. They, they've been really in this for a while, and I've had a lot of faith in them to get it done uh, because they just seem committed to it, and... You know, they went about it the only way you can go about something in St. Louis, which is, you know, fund it with your own money and don't rely on the government to help you at all. But um, 
Did I just rant politically a little oh, bit no. about? He's gone off the rails. It's gone. It's gone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> he got his mic. Um, no, but you know the the effort with the old stadium was killed by a vote because I think some people didn't understand the vote and it wasn't it wasn't a very well run campaign and it seemed like you know our best chance at getting a soccer team uh, was kind of killed. But then the Taylors stepped in and um, basically ran the show themselves single-handedly and got the momentum and you know they've been big in in helping Enterprise Center rebrand and finally get some solid foundation and building this program and just a lot of other things in the city and in the state and I'm really thankful for them personally and I think you know MOS wasn't shy I think it was like literally the day after the Rams left town was like the MOS draft I think it was that next day, and they literally had a video on the floor where somebody was interviewing like MLS executives and saying, "Do you think St. Louis would be a great town for expansion?" And they were all like, "Oh yes, it has a great soccer history." And I'm like, "Do you know this, or were you fed lines right before <laughs> this started?" Um, I think it's been that like they wanted to give us team, we just haven't had an ownership group for sure, like, and they invested for a long time. They definitely feared competition from the. Rams. So I think the this is one of the blessings in disguise about the Rams leaving is now they feel like uh you know they're they're in the queer to start this and they're going to be down right in the heart of downtown right by Union Station um Union I'm Station off that fuck you stand energy of the Blues and Cardinals are right oh, now. Oh, they sure will. Can you I'm so excited to watch uh like Tarasenko throw out do the soccer equivalent of a first pitch. What what do they do in soccer? Like just show up and walk onto the field and wave and then walk off. Well, um, in KC, they do like a chant beforehand, so like okay. usually the special oh. guest person. Oh, I could like wave a big flag. leave the I leave chant and then uh, that's what they do. I love it. Let's do that. I want I want Tarasenko and his broken English to lead. Oh yes, that. please. I want this more than anything now. <laughs> you stay away, Ryan O'Reilly. You're too damn beautiful and you'll intimidate the players. They won't play right for a month. Um but yeah, it'll be exciting. I mean, I'm just excited. So what's the expected start season 2021? 2022. 2022, I think, yeah. Okay. And when's the when's the MOS season start? I asked ignorantly. Uh, it starts in like March, okay. so it's like so it's ongoing like, now. It goes from like March to October, essentially. Okay. So that's basically the same time as baseball. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just thrilled. It'll be interesting to see who our international signings will be. What it's it's fun to speculate what old washed up formerly great player they will sign as like an interest uh, driver. Inter Miami announced this week that Edison Cavani is going to be their first. Signing in there like you 20, go. I think they start next year, it's 2020. So over the hill, Edison Cavani. So that's nice. That's right. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying we get over the hill, Leo Messi. <laughs> you know how he'll be over the hill in three years. So you yeah, might right. as well. Uh, speaking of major international soccer players, mm-hmm. should we go to our final closing game, Justin? Yes. He's Put Ian on the hot seat. Ian, as a resident newcoming fan who is looking at my old driver's license for potential clues. Mm. You were much younger in the past. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's true. I was. Thank you. Um, and now I just look terrible. Uh, you can tra- talk trash, but you're not escaping the hot seat. Uh, Ian, the ten names I am about to give you, all of them will be either a player, an owner, or a manager of a Premier League team. Do you need any of those terms defined? <laughs> what makes it what makes it so premier? <laughs> because that's what Barquay's paid for, baby. <laughs> I've never heard of them. Um, so they will either be a, a, an active player. I didn't do retired players. That would have been too cruel. It's an active player, a manager, head coach, or a uh, owner. So, you want to get started? We have to. We, <laughs> are you excited? <laughs> what What's your goal? Justin, hold on. You stop. Justin, what do you think a fair goal would be for Ian? I think three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. I will also go with three. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think when uh, Talk or Puck Soup does these... That's five. If you just get past fifty percent, you're great. But I'll I'll give you I'll give you grace at three because it's well, the first yeah. one. You know, um, I'm learning, and I think <laughs> you deserve it. So let's start with number one. Number one is David Sullivan. David Sullivan is a player, an owner, or a manager of a Premier League team. Mm. That's got to be. <laughs> Talk us through your process. Well, so, like, there's Mike Sullivan, right? Right. And he coaches the Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, This is David Sullivan. Could be a brother. His brother. (laughs) So this is a manager. Final answer? Final answer. (laughs) David Sullivan is majority owner of West Ham United. Uh... Where do West Ham United play? You're not even going to give me the cool teams, the teams. That oh, then we'll get there. Oh, West Ham United play in the London Olympic Stadium, Ian. How is that not cool? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. I was trying to give you a rebound. I also, point. I, it's true. I don't know how it's cool either. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, where do they play? Yeah. I mean, other than other than that stadium, what you city? Mean, what city? Oh God, half of them aren't even. Did in, you like, hear the, s- the stadium? He said. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the name of the stadium? Yeah, but sometimes it's BS. Are they to play in London? Yeah, okay, yeah. Surprise! The Olympic Stadium, the London <laughs> Olympic Stadium, is in London. There's like five Liverpool teams. Only one's named Liverpool, and it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, none of the fake Liverpool teams are in this quiz. No uh, luck. <laughs> uh, now for number two, uh, how about Unai Emery? Unai Emery. I will give you a hint: no relation that I know of to Ray Emery. Emery. <laughs> God rest his soul. But if Ray Emery was a player, <laughs> then Unai Emery is also a player. <laughs> Your final answer? Yeah, I mean, I can't have another answer. Unai Emery <laughs> is a manager uh, of uh, Arsenal. The Arsenal Gunners, Unai Emery, is their manager. What city do Arsenal play in? Oh, no. 
There's not a city named Arsenal, no. <laughs> <laughs> they play next year, uh, favorite Premier League team. Um, do they yeah, play? they play in the same city as Tottenham. <laughs> so. Well, fuck me. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> He's moving his mouse pad. That's a fifth uh, uh, Are they in Manchester? <laughs> they are also in London. What the fuck? <laughs> My point is to demonstrate that there are like five or six teams in London. Uh, and that's just the top level teams. I'm so glad I only have to know MLS crap soon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll throw this quiz at you in MLS in a couple Damn of it. weeks. Ian, number three, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers. The Rog, as he's affectionately known. Brendan Rogers is a manager, an owner, or a player. Aaron Rogers <laughs> is a quarterback. Oh, no, Ian, this is not the right path. <laughs> Are you going to give me anyone that's got the same name as an owner from a sports guy? <laughs> Uh, this, Possibly. This guy owns some team, yes. Well, okay, Rogers. they call it Aaron Rodgers. Kind of, he's kind of like the coach of, of his yeah. team. He's yeah, out there coaching Much the like Oscar. Aaron Rodgers got a coach fired, Brendan <laughs> Rodgers is a coach who will be fired. He's oh. the manager of Leicester City. You know Leicester City? I do know The Leicester team City. that made their miraculous run to the Premier League Championship before Manchester City came in and ruined everyone's fun. <laughs> that team was so much fun and talked about that they penetrated my thick skull. That's right. That's right. So why don't you tell me, this is an authentic one. This is a bonus point. Mm. Is Jamie Vardy a player, a manager, or an owner? Oh, balls. <laughs> I, excuse me, bullocks. Um, <laughs> oh, I even know it. Like, I've even heard that name. Associated with Leicester City's championship run, you'd have to. You flipped a coin, it's a three-option quiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a manager. Oh, my God. I thought that was a toss-up. He's a player. Damn it. <laughs> Why would I expect you to know the manager of the Why Lester's? would you expect me to know any of those? <sighs> okay. So what, I'm batting no for Number three. four. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Uh, you want to read this one? Do you have the picture in front of you, or should I just go for it? Yeah, I, I have it. Uh, John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Now, S- first S- of all, why E-O. don't you spell E-O. John Joe, Ian? No, first of all, let me figure out the last name of some other sports person <laughs> I know with the name of Shelby. Shelby Miller was a pitcher. That's not how this Shelby is spelled. But. John Joe? John Joe, yes. Is there a hyphen involved? There is not. I will not spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to spell John Joe. Oh, no. Does he have a longer name? I'm looking this up. It is. Nope, that's his God-given name. He doesn't even have a middle name. His parents he are awful He's a player. That's correct. Oh, John goodness. Joe <laughs> is a player. He is a midfielder for Newcastle United, a team formerly managed by Rafa Benitez that is now managed by someone, I assume. Justin, do you know their new manager's name? Yeah, I don't even know who the new manager is. I'm, just, I'm, so mad. I'm so sad that Rafa was canned. Yeah, he was, he's a what? former Liverpool manager, best manager in the league, probably just as a pure tactician. So, you know, great. 
He's great. Maybe we can pick him up. Um, maybe we can, or maybe we can pick up Nasef Sawiris. Nasef Sawiris, is he a player? That's an owner. And you're correct. Two in a row. Look at the confidence. How did you know Nasef Sawiris was an owner? Are you familiar with his billions as the seventh richest man in Africa? I was going to say. And one of three children who are all, I assume, among the richest men in Africa. His name spoke of great foreign money. (laughs) I was thinking it would throw you off with, you know, like, uh, you know, because they're foreign players, too. Oh, yeah, but for some reason that sounded like the money, the money name. Speculate wildly about what team Nesef Sawiris owns. You've never heard of them. (laughs) <laughs> I'll give you the initials AV, and it's not Elaine Vigneault. Uh, I was like, damn. It also has nothing to do with the city they play in. Nope, not oh, at I'm, all. None of, none of them do. Um, Are you enjoying this, Justin? Because I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. AV. <laughs> Avin Vard. That weirdly feels closer than you had any right to know. It's Aston Villa. But, you know. Oh, that's a team. Ah, oh, shit. <sighs> number six. You want to read number six? Yeah. Um, number six. Alexander Oxlade-Chamberlain. <laughs> Is Alexander no... Oxlade-Chamberlain an owner, a manager, or a player? Quick, Ian, what other Oxlade-Chamberlain <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain was a basketball player. That's true. Wilt Chamberlain. He may have had many children, according to his own legend. So, but this guess could be one of his kids. It's a hyphenated last name. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. But this is a manager. It is certainly not. Damn it I- is also a player. <laughs> Alex Oxlade Chamberlain is a player, a midfielder, fielder for Liverpool. He just came back from injury, and we're all very glad, I'm sure. <laughs> How many, uh, what what other team has he famously played for? Like a famous team? Yeah, you've heard of them. We've discussed them in this quiz. Man U? <laughs> not, not quite. Arsenal. So close. He's good. He's wonderful. Number seven, Hugo Loris. Is Hugo Loris a player? An owner, excuse me, Larice, you're right. A player, an owner, an owner, or a manor. Uh, this is one of those things where, like, you keep going, you just keep going rock because the other guy's eventually gonna go scissors. That son of a bitch. So this has got to be a manager. Oh, <laughs> Hugo Larice is. A goaltender, not only is he a goaltender, oh, no, he he's my country's goaltender. is a very famous <laughs> goaltender for Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, no. <laughs> Arguably the best on. goaltender in the league. This is why I told you to get off that page earlier. <laughs> and thankfully you did. He has played, how many games do you think he's played for Tottenham? Keeping in mind that there are 40 games in a season and that a goaltender would, you know, start... What? I mean, 40 in a great year, but 30 to 35 in a normal year. How many uh, games do you think he's played? Just his career? Wildly. Yeah, for Tottenham. For Tottenham. This team you've loved for a long time. <laughs> hey, they've got Danny Rose and Toby Alderweilder on this team. I did think about Alderweilder or whatever, but I couldn't pronounce it. So. Mm-hmm. What about Davidson Sanchez? Um, <laughs> he has played... 
no, no. This is what I say the first number, and Stephen goes like, oh. <laughs> 236 games. Oh, man. <laughs> That's very impressive. It's 241, but I'm going to so give, give you a, a bonus half point for getting within five. He is from half point away. He's from what? <laughs> France. Nietzsche in France. Yeah, it's, it's not nice. No, you're much. correct. It, right. You're correct. He's played 102, 112 games for France. And between Tottenham and France, he's never even scored a goal. Little bitch. Just, he's never just, uh. He's never Marty Brodeur'd it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the. Manuel Neuer. Who's the U.S. goalie who did that? I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh, the um, bald guy. You know the guy. The I, guy I with the hands. The bald guy. <laughs> As he kicked one over. The opposing team goalie and just looked embarrassed that he'd done it. Is it Brad something? No, that's the new one. Brad Guzan is the new one. Tim Howard. Tim Howard did it. Huh? Tim Howard. Tim Howard yes, was one that did. Okay, shall we move on to Jimmy number Howard eight? is a goalie for the Red Wings. <laughs> Ooh, Tim <laughs> Howard is also a goalie. <laughs> they're, they're related. Uh, yeah, and he's they're both American. You're, you're Denver. Jimmy you're Denver. Howard, probably Canadian. What'd you say? Said so, Timmy Howard is still a goalie for Denver Rapids, Colorado Rapids. Oh, owned by Stan Conkey, but not quite, but kind of. (laughs) Ian, number eight is a man by the name of Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford is an owner, a player, or a manager. Manager. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your final answer? You won't. I already tossed that rock. You could have, you could have given your lifeline and cut it down to two, but you're going with manager. I was not told. There are no lifelines. <laughs> yeah. You are incorrect. Marcus Rashford is a player, a forward for Manchester United. He's very young. He's only 21 or 22 years of age. He already has 32 appearances for his native country of England. Thoughts? I should not have to know these young people. <laughs> uh, I would not deprive you the right of saying number nine's name, Justin, so why don't you go ahead and do the Number answer. nine, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> oh, yes. So go ahead and spell that first of all. <laughs> uh, that would be O-L-E-G-U-N-N-A-R-S-O-L-S-K-J, um, that weird squiggly A-E together thing, and then R. <laughs> Ian's eyes rolled into the back of his head. Uh, Ian is always at the wheel. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, an owner, a manager, or a player. I know exactly how this is going to go. And and I know exactly how this is going to go. He's a player. (laughs) No, he's not, right? Because he's a manager. Yeah, 100% he's a manager. Ole's at the wheel. What about Ole's at the wheel? Do you not understand? Uh. He is the manager of Manchester United. What country is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer from, Ian? Uh. Just speculate wildly. Well, like, uh, is he from, like, he's from the other one. He's from, like, no, he's from Denmark. Oh, so close. Norway. It's the other one. No, no, no. God damn it. (laughs) I have no idea that I was, like, not Sweden, obviously. I'm, like, not Finland. And I was going to say Norway, and I was like, no, that's too off the board. It's going to be Denmark. And I rolled it back in. Oh, oh man, that was the one. That was the one that got away twice. 
Because I was and like, of course, that guy's a manager. My favorite part is that I knew that you kept doing rock and it kept yeah. getting paper. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. You go, that asshole's not. Three times in a row. Yeah. And I knew that you'd finally. <laughs> Ian. I hate soccer. Number 10, I put in here, hopefully, as a toss up. But God only knows at this point. Ian, who is Christian Pulisic? <laughs> His eyes got real wide. That I, I don't think that's a good sign. <laughs> Christian Pulisic is an owner, a player, or a manager. Is he a player? He's a player! From yeah. for, yeah. For, for country. The, wait. Goal! <laughs> wait, no. 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 From here. He's from the U.S. Yes! Yes, you got it! From Hershey, Pennsylvania. The Hershey's pride and joy of the American team alongside... The other one whose name is escaping me right now. Who's the other German one? You know the one. Ken, Ken, something, McKinney? Oh, uh, Tristan uh, McKinney, uh, is that it? McKinney, yeah. And then, and, uh, yeah. And then the third mm-hmm. one, there's a third one. Josh Sargent is also playing in Germany. Right? There you go. The pride and joy of the future of Team USA. What Premier League club does uh, Christian Pulisic, good God, I almost said their name, play for <laughs> now? <laughs> It's a woman's name, among other things. Everton. (laughs) (laughs) I told you the fake Liverpool wasn't on this quiz. I wasn't lying. It's Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Also the name of a song I hate. Chelsea? I don't even know that song. Well, Chelsea Dagger. Oh, Chelsea Dagger. Oh, yeah, that song. I know. But, you know, they lost, so. They are not the Stanley Cup champions, and the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions. So... What do we call this cup? Just the MLS the Cup? The MLS Cup? Yes, I think just that. Brought to you by yeah. Cutest Funeral. <laughs> Presented by... The cutest, and Cutest Funeral Health. The Cutest Crematorium Cup. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. Do we have more things to talk about, guys? No, that's, that's, that's it. We'll be back. Tomorrow's the big announcement. We're going to start a Twitter account... <laughs> we have a whole to-do list. I'm going to speculate wildly that it's going to be at STL Podcast. It might not be. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. It might not be. But Hold on, guys. Hold on. I can let you know for right oh, He's now. checking. He's doing, the, he's doing this research. And Ian's oh, not humming oh, the Jeopardy theme like he's supposed oh, to. Oh, man. It's taken. Oh, it's taken a, by Sweep the Lake Podcast. Oh, it's, I it's knew that. Podcast about St. Louis. What about the STL Podcast? What about Real STL podcast? <laughs> the STL's not there. Um, you could also do STL, STL soccer podcast as oh. well. Too. ST lads podcast. Let's do uppercase X's on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uppercase, lowercase STL yeah. podcast. I will learn. Fire emoji, bomb emoji. We'll figure out the name. We'll publicize it. It'll be out there, uh, and we're going to be back hopefully next week to talk about the news and talk about, introduce people to the MLS and maybe find a new way to torture Ian, who knows, as long as he's game. I refuse to have the, you know, the, the class clown of the podcast, but if he's going to volunteer, that's his job. <laughs> <I refuse>. <laughs> Until then, Justin, do you have anything to say in signing off? 
No, uh, just that when I say only take the wheelie in, I mean only take the wheel, and I think you should understand that. That's I don't know what he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> the ship, Ian, the ship, the big United ship. He's at the wheel. Anyway, we'll explain it. Price. We'll explain it, and Ian will understand it next time. And until then, beam us up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs>